0: Absolutely, it is a power hour of Mental Health and Mindset Monday. Good morning, Grand Rising, to everybody out there in the land, also known as Radio Land, as we call it, at two minutes, actually three minutes now past the hour. And thank you for tuning in this morning, this morning, this morning, this morning, we bring back Someone who has graced our Mental Health and Mindset Monday Summer Series. We have Coach Jada Coggins. But before we get to her, I want to say that Mental Health and Mindset Monday is and always will be throughout the summer presented by paradigm shift marathon of the mindset the phenomenal book by coach jarvis jordan you want to go ahead and snap up that book right now because you know it's a bestseller we know it's a bestseller you read it you read that bestseller for yourself and see how it can change your life be better at being better and now i want to just talk about miss jada for just one second before we get to her now She is Fayetteville, Georgia's own, played basketball for the majority of her life. Who knows about Brady Gym College Park? You you reminiscing yet? Yeah. From the age of seven, competing in the sport of basketball. She attended Whitewater High School, 2011 freshman of the year. Unfortunately, heartbreaking injuries took place throughout her basketball career. But there is a light at the end of the tunnel. We'll talk about that in a second. She led the Lady Cats to their first playoff appearance, went on to earn honorable mention status by the Georgia Sports Writers Association for the Class 5A in 2013-2014, tabbed to the AJC's All-Metro Southside second team, and she had so many accolades. All-time leading scorer and rebounder for the Lady Wildcats, scoring 1,000 plus points. First Lady Wildcat to sign a Division One scholarship to Jacksonville State University. But while there, those injuries returned. But that did not stop her. You got to keep going, find ways to keep going, and she did just that, returning to College Park where it all began. And she didn't take it for granted. She started an AAU team, AE Five College Park Rim Rockers. And she directs and coaches young girls on the same path that she once traveled. And she uses this program to empower these young athletes to find healthy balance in their lives through education, sports, and mental health, which we'll be speaking about this morning. Intense dedication, commitment, and resilience she is building that legacy for young athletes to rise up in the face of adversity. This, the, the adversity that she took on throughout her basketball career. I give you coach Jada. Good morning to you. Good morning. How are you? We are doing absolutely phenomenal this morning. Thank you so much for uh, coming in and, Gracing your presence once again on these airwaves with Mental Health Summer Series. And so we have a lot of new listeners out here that may not have heard from you last year and they're wondering, well, who is she and what was her journey like? So could you remind the listeners to start about the resilience that you had? along your journey because injuries are never easy to deal with especially when you're talking about ACLs and what have you those are never easy to deal with especially in a sports in the sports field so remind us about the journey and your resilience and your mental fortitude throughout that process okay well first
1: of all thank you for the intro I mean I am like I don't even know what to say anymore because I have to follow up to that. That's so good. this has been all so good. Well, thank you. <laughs> but um, you've really hit it on the head. Um, I played basketball for, like, the duration, for the longest duration of my life from age of seven up until um, I was in college in my my beginning, my freshman year, and kind of just went through a lot with the game. Um in high school I tore my NCO the first time and then I did it again in college the second time and I just remember having a very skewed and very uh just like not the right mindset on what was going on and and how how I would overcome it and I almost had like a at the time like a victim's mentality and so uh, as I continued to develop and continued to grow and just trying to filter through different things, opportunities, um, and and for me, God continued to show up and be consistent, um, and I just started listening, you know, rather than doing so much talking and started observing rather than doing a lot of telling, and from there, um, I was able to, after after the AAU um I continued to coach that's like one of my strongest passions is just giving back to young girls and trying to help them be better and know better and do better and that's kind of the premise of my business is journey on keep going no matter what happens no matter what the outcome is no matter the circumstances stay true to you um and so i really dove into that and started to develop the programming for that um which was, which was really giving athletes agency and giving them that authority and autonomy to know who you are when you walk into practice so that as you are, you know, judged, or, for lack of better words, or, um, you know, kind of gauged by these numbers and by these metrics, by these numbers and by these metrics that you kind of have your onus about yourself and you're able to filter through um, the system and filter through to to get the best outcome for yourself. Um, I have a strong belief that knowing who you are really sets you up to, to win in life. When you know who you are and whose you are, it's hard for someone else to come along and tell you that, right? And hard hard to to have to believe that right because you right. know and so um i've I really really um taken heat i'm actually in philadelphia right now i am going to speak to a girls high school program an entire program today on this and kind of do nice. a little presentation i've kind of just um tried to set up the programming tried to figure out like um how can i how can I grow this and what does it look like? And I've learned a lot from my job. I've learned from playing like every part of my journey has really propelled me to be able to do what I'm doing now. And so it's it's exciting. It's um, fulfilling. And it's something that I consider now more than ever. I think I was always really looking for the end with this and like, okay, I want to do this and I want it to look like this and I want to have this. But now I truly am learning to embrace the journey and being on a path and you know just understanding that that's going to be the best part of it not not whatever comes of this or whatever is created or sustained it's like the the path that I took to to do it and then finishing it um so a lot of um self-assessment a lot of talking um you know I believe in therapy I believe in god and the power of prayer and so just a lot of work on myself and um you know i think it set me up to be able to continue to fuel forward this um programming with journeying onward is going to be like chapters of girls that we help and we want to really bring them on um my, my thought is to get about 10 girls um that come from different backgrounds that play sports and really just start to do the work with them and, and, you know, have, have, for lack of better words, like surgery and really, like, carve out those negative traits and, and kind of see, you know, other people and other opportunities and other ways, methods, and modes of thinking um, that you might not be accustomed to. And, and it's different at different ages. So, you know, mental health for a 6-year-old is way different than a 16-year-old, right? Like world, it's more of like, hey, you know, you just ran really fast and your heart is racing. Mm-hmm. Um, how does that make you feel? You know what I mean? Did you know that that that's what that is and kind of just introducing them to these things so they can start to pay attention to themselves and take heed to what their body is trying to tell them. And then you have um, middle schoolers, right, who right. that's the age drops off and, and, you know, they're kind of going into their own personalities and so you have to kind of make it in a way that entertain them that is socially relevant and same uh, with high schoolers but obviously just that, that age gap there you you break it down in different ways and the conversation is geared to different things um, you know and so it's just it's just learning and like I said continuing on that path and being able to say okay that didn't work that's okay we'll, we'll try it this way or you know that's a part of it that's a part of learning now I know I don't need to do it that way again and so um, between working for the dream and my job full-time um, as an activations manager um, I wrapped up a season approaching just in May nice. and now um, you know I'm, I'm just like full force the dreamer in season so we literally just got off of a really huge uh, we have like a small break this weekend but we had about five home games in a row within two and a half weeks and so Working, um, you know, pushing and trying to pursue my passion and what I want to do to give back, and then um, on top of that, just just making time for the things that are important to me, like church is important, family is important, the time that I'm spending, and and being able to allocate to feed my soul and my spirit is really important to me. So,
0: absolutely, and I would, you know, it's interesting. You know, we talked a year ago about this same journey and thank you for reminding us about your journey as well because this journey it can it continues and that's why you've created journey on and we'll we'll get to that even a little bit more in depth in just a few minutes here but I want to ask about the mental fortitude that you had throughout those injuries remember they're never easy to deal with And you had several injuries from high school to college. And there's always a light bulb moment that goes off in someone's head. Speak about the mental fortitude of your injury journey and how that was able to give you that light bulb moment in your head and say, you know what, maybe it is meant for me to give back through the eyes of basketball or through the sport of basketball talk about that
1: um well i can say honestly i don't think that i had that perspective until a couple of years ago and that's really the beauty of just like continuing to filter through stuff and figure out what works for you and and really like having the mindset to be opportunistic about your growth to be excited about where you can go and what you can do next and so um that really has developed for me within this first year of work, um, kind of getting into the workforce and seeing, um, you know, all of the measurements and all of the things. There is um, qualitative people who are concerned about numbers and increase in metrics, and then there are quantitative people. Um, and I am actually got that backwards, so quantitative is the numbers, and qualitative is more of like Thinking about the the how people are, how people feel. You know what I mean? The quality of things and how um, things function. And I started to notice the parallel and paradigm as I started to work with the dream and notice, um, you know, the statistics that we're judged by are just called different names. Um, and the workforce is KPIs, key performing indicators. Um, I'm an event planner, so how many people did you get to the event? How many events are you doing in the year? Um, at those events, how many um, girls signed up and came to a game? Um, and when I was in college, it was like, okay, how fast um, can you run a mile? How um, high do you jump? How much are you lifting? Um, you know, just all these different numbers that society and systems have uh, kind of caused us to think mm-hmm. for when you're in those moments, you feel like there's a lot of weight in that result. Um, and I think for me, I just started to realize that things don't change. People don't change. You have to change and evolve. And so I found myself in a situation similar to college when I was getting hurt. Um, and it was just – there was just a breach in understanding and in communication. Um and I really, really wanted to get it. Um, and, I, and I was almost pushing way too hard to understand it, but I also didn't have that assistance. I more just had someone kind of standing from afar, pointing the finger, um, indirectly communicating, which built up a lot of just confusion and, um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, just stirred up discomfort in me. And so, um, you know, went through just months of, that and trying to, you know, go off of somebody else's fuel and, and, you know, not really doing, um, what I needed to do for myself, just more trying to like beat the clock, right. And make sure that I got all these tests taken care of and that this was done and that was done and checking in to see, Hey, this is what you wanted. Right. But like, as I started to make sense of my job from my own perspective, from what I thought, um, I recognize that, like, I'm always going to put a certain level of uh, regard into things. I'm always going to put a certain level of data into it, you right. know, and that is qualitative. And And to me, quality is better than quantity. Um, and that's kind of the premise of Journey On is, you know, throughout life, you're going to have to really, you know, beat the clock. You're going to have to beat numbers. You're going to have to. Um, perform and and you know work with stats and no matter what industry you go in what you decide to do in life that is how our society has been governed to function mm-hmm. and um, for me as people try to tell you based on numbers and based on processes that you know were created before our time the best defense that you could have is to know who you are. And 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 know that the quality that you're bringing to whatever project is what makes the project that. Um, And whether that be the play, right? Um, Mm -hmm. You know, in basketball, like whether whether or 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 football or or soccer, whatever you're playing, whether it's a play where you finally get the point, so you finally get the number of rebounds, you finally get, you know, those tackles, whatever they wanted from you, you finally do that. It wasn't because it was that game and you did that number. It's because you now had a mindset shift that you talked to you and understand understood what you needed to do to get the job done. And so if people started with that, I think that we could form better teams. We could form happier people um, who kind of have a better understanding. And so that's my goal in the athletic community is to go in and really help people and help kids and help first young female basketball athletes understand um, who they are and understand kind of the processes that they're undergoing and this is what you can do this is next this is how you overcome that this is a group of people that are here for you supporting you going through the same thing Um, you know and then we we want to lead up every year to a huge clinic called hoops and health and the goal with hoops and health is to basically insert mental health practice into the forum um of basketball and and so really really ideating on what this on the front of show and what the um components of this clinic are going to be but we know that there's going to be you know a panel we know that we are going to have obviously basketball training and really really developed girls and i think my training and my coaching philosophy is just to break it all the way down, like go all the way back, act as if people have never seen, never done, never heard, and really, really simplify it. Um, You know, in basketball, you go from defensive slides to a press to in the half court, it's almost like a mini press where you're hedging ball screens and trying to make it out. But you you can't get to hedging a ball screen if you don't know how to set a defensive stance. You know, if you don't know the balls of your feet, the, if you don't know, you can't be flat, but if you don't know, your arms have to be out, you have to be talking, right, Mm -hmm. all of these things are learned in the first stages, and so um, I find that I think we'll be having to go back, you know what I'm saying with a lot of these high Mm schoolers, just to teach those those, um, elementary principles of, you know, this is what I feel, this is how I answer to this, my body is telling me this. Really starting to develop and uncover the science behind that, and then just kind of gauging because it's not an age thing; it's a it's a knowledge thing, right? So, like, mm-hmm. you know, we have this programming that introduces, you know, we have programming that enhances, and then we have programming um, that, you know, just that is just an example, right? And and we're just talking, and so um, figuring out who needs what. Um, has been exciting and interesting. Uh, my job gives me a lot of just connectivity and room to do stuff with my passion um, and my business. And so, mm-hmm. you know, we just take it one day at a time. I, I'm excited to be in the month of June and not be coaching. I'm excited that the Dream are going to be on the road and get to, you know, just just get their, get their gusto back. Um, mm-hmm. Now I get to reset here. Mm-hmm. And so...
0: And you know what's interesting, it's so interesting that you say that because uh, while we have uh, about a few minutes left here, I want to touch on something, and and by the way, you're listening to Mental Health Monday Summer Series with Coach Jada, and you spoke about the Atlanta Dream. You're around WNBA players from season to season to season, Right. And so, going through those seasons, there's some players that come back, there's some players that go elsewhere, and new players come in. Have you found yourself in a situation where so one of those players or some of those players have come to you for mental health, and after speaking with you, they've become better at being better? Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I would like to say that I, I think for every stage in my life I have I bear a witness. You know what I mean? Or somebody that I experienced it with, some mm-hmm. sort of associate, um, you know, that just helped me through that time or that stage and and the same with coaching. Every team, every program, wherever I've gone, I found those specific kids to connect with. Mm-hmm. And the ones that really want it, you know, or just that, that that listen to me, you know, or that they, for some reason, when Coach Jada says something, they love it. You know what I mean? And right. so um, I, I've, I've found really that is that the quality of what I'm doing hopefully aligns with everything that they want to be later. And so it's, there's, no, there's no harm or shame in coming back and saying, oh, you know, uh, let me ask Coach Jada about this I'm, I just saw one of my players um, she, from the very very first year that I coached and she's now a senior in college when I coached her she was a senior in high school and she told me that she tore her ACL and her spirits were good and you know she was just like going through it and going to play again and you know she's like I'll be back in December and I'll finish it out and da 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 and I was just like okay how you feeling about it you know when did it happen how did it happen? Like Because the way that you you tell your story tells how, you're, how the ending is going to be for you, you know. And so, um, yeah, I, I definitely think that I have players reach back. I think that the relationships and the structure of just who I am and what I believe in and how I want to increase and how I want to help, um, people resonate with that, I think. And people like someone who's more concerned about them than what they can do
0: absolutely last final question before we before we slide out of here and you you'll tell everybody about how they can find you follow you and connect with journeying onward um every year there is a difference of course last year 22 there was there were things that needed to be that we were worried about then and 2023 brings a new level of worries in the field of mental health new mental health issues that we see with our young people how are you able to adapt to that change for yourself mentally to be able to take on the new worries of 2023 and how to avert anything drastic from happening from a mental health standpoint um I would say the best thing for
1: me is one day by day, you know, do not think about the end of 2023, do not think about Christmas, do not think you can prepare for things, but you, those shouldn't be the point in your head that you're constantly thinking of we really have to get out of the habit of going so forward and just being more present, I've, I've really really enjoyed presence, right, like I, I've spent time with my mom and then the next day I go to work and I feel better, you know what I mean, and I'm mm-hmm. not so snippy and not so cause I've spent time with the one that I know right. cares. Right. And so for everyone, I would just say, find sincerity, find wherever that is in your life, find authenticity, um, and, and be able to create your own culture from that. Be it, start to start to think about your own agency and, and who you want to be and what you want to do. Um, and, and why do you love that? Why do you love that? What, what makes your brain go back to that? Asking a lot of questions, um, and and just trying to get a better assessment of the moment, you know, like this person said this to me, well, why did that make me so mad? You know, um, people shouldn't be able to control my mood, my stance, anything like, why did that make me so mad? You know, um, how how can I, okay, I wasn't selected to do this. Maybe what were they looking at, right? Like, I know I feel hurt right. and rejected, but what were what were? what were the judgments what was the what were we being um graded by you know what were the circumstances there and so really just yeah pulling back and asking more questions in that moment to yourself right ask them to yourself and know where you come from so that when you do seek help or when you do take the next step, it comes from a very very um collected a very a, a place that i would just say is um, There's no, there's no, um, I don't, for lack of a better words, violence, right? There's no mm-hmm. aggression. There's no, you're not coming from a place of of ego, right? You're coming from a place of holistic regard, I would
0: say. Got it, got it. And uh, thank you so much for that insight today, Coach Jada. It's been phenomenal to have you, but you'll be returning soon, so that's always yes, I will. great exciting. Absolutely. Uh, so tell everybody where we can find you, follow you and uh connect with Journeying On, Journeying Onward.
1: Yes. So Journeying Onward official is our Instagram name. Um we're starting there and literally anything you need, everything you need from our website to connecting with us on Facebook to everything is going to be rolling out at the end of July. And Mm -hmm. so uh, we want to start our chapters in August. So, you know, a young lady who's playing a sport and, and, you know, you think could benefit from this type of coaching or this type of training, like DM us. um, And, and, yes, journeying Onward Official on Instagram. Reach out with anything, any feedback, um, any thoughts, comments, concerns, like I'm interested really in just, how are people receiving this? I want people to understand truly what it is. Um, and then and then just continue to build on it.
0: Absolutely
1: so, so onward official on Instagram.
0: Journeying onward official on Instagram. It is official. And uh, Coach Jada, thank you so much for your time on this mental health Monday summer series. And thank you so much. We'll catch you next month, all right?
1: Catch you next month. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Looking forward to the next one. I hope everyone has a blessed week and a great, a great, a great, a great June.
0: Absolutely. Thank you so much.